And some self-reflection And analyzed a couple ways to conquer my depression Everything doesn't happen the way we plan it to But if we harvest energy, then we can plan it too So take a look in my eyes, that's where the story lies I'm telling truth, and that isn't often glorified I'm showing up fully present in the moment Realizing self-doubt is my only opponent so now I'm focused and rolling, the energy is flowing Hoping I stay zoning and my catalog keeps growing That's the motive, and I'm devoted My destiny awaits, and I'm not going unnoticed Wake up every morning and respect the blessings Yeah, we made it out, you know that this was destined Death, pain, scars, love and living reckless Made it through the storms, yeah that trip was hectic Wake up every morning and respect the blessings Yeah, we made it out, you know that this was destined Death, pain, scars, love and living reckless Made it through the storm, yeah, that trip was hectic I won't lie to you, baby, I took some summers off But now I'm back at work trying to cover summer's cost Had a couple battles, some were won and some were lost but I fought for my life, I had no other choice I feel grateful that God gave me another chance But I don't understand, I still don't fully understand Lessons learned, and feathers earned You don't think it's possible until it's your turn Now we fight like we got nothing left to lose No one else on earth has been in our shoes Some will consider it paying our dues but now we rock these battle scars like tattoos. Wake up every morning and respect the blessings. Yeah, we made it out, you know that this was destined. Death, pain, scars, love and living reckless. Made it through the storm, yeah, that trip was hectic. Wake up every morning and respect the blessings. Yeah, we made it out, you know that this was destined. Death, pain, scars, love and living reckless. Made it through the storm. Yeah, that trip was hectic. Wake up every morning and respect the blessings. Yeah, we made it out. You know that this was destined. Death, pain, scars, love, and living reckless. Made it through the storm. Yeah, that trip was hectic. Welcome to the Hype It Up show. The podcast where we explore the world of creative entrepreneurship, YouTubers, and all things hype-worthy. I'm your host, John from What A Funk, and I'm excited to share with you some stories and insights from some of the most talented and innovative minds in the industry. Whether you're an aspiring creator, a seasoned entrepreneur, or simply looking to stay up to date with the latest trends of what's hype, this is the podcast for you, so get ready to be inspired, entertained, and hyped up as we deep dive into the world of creative entrepreneurship and beyond. So let's hype it up. I'm here today with Adam Parr from the Parsativity Podcast. Welcome, Adam. Thank you for being here, first and foremost. Uh, let's get right into it. Who are you and what do you do? Just to let people know who you are right off the bat, if they're not sure or just finding out about you. 
Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to be here, uh, you know, on your show. And, you know, it's always great to connect with you. And uh, yeah, my name is Adam, Adam Parr. I am the host of the Positivity Podcast. And it's a podcast that, ho- that focuses on connecting with people, stories, and, you know, delivering impact to, you know, a listener and the audience. And, you know, in my day job, I'm a health and well-being coach that helps people with their mental health and well-being and helping them back into employment uh, in the UK. So that's, you know, a little bit about me. And that I started the podcast in, you know, March 2020, like a few years ago. Nice, nice. So how did you get the name The Positivity Podcast? How did you come up with that name? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I um I was playing around with names for a while and I wanted to, to do a podcast for quite a while. And I was trying to think, you know, something around positivity. And, you know, I was like, you know, what rhymes with positivity? Um, you know, and how could I incorporate my name into the podcast, into the title? So I then kind of, you know, I was playing around with words and I was like, my name's Pa and I was positive, the positive podcast. And I went, that, that, that you know, don't click. And then I just kind of, it clicked with the positivity podcast, but I remember, you know, for, for weeks thinking about the name and trying writing down different names and that that's how it kind of clicked. That's, that's really awesome. So it came pretty like from your, a spinoff of your name. Yeah. I like that. So how do you find the guests uh, for your podcast? Yeah. I, I find the guests from my podcast through, you know, reaching out on their Instagram profiles I'll send them emails. I will go on their LinkedIn profile. Uh, I've, you know, used even, I think, YouTube sometimes and the comments interacting with people. Uh, you know, I think the comment section is a big thing that, you know, is a, is a great way of networking with people, especially on Instagram or on LinkedIn. Um, you know, asking people if they've got 10 minutes to touch base, um, explain, you know, what, you, what, what it's about. And also... I've, I, I've luckily, you know, been in contact with some uh, companies in America, which are like PR companies, and they've listened to the podcast and, and they've had a guest list and will sometimes, you know, funnel me, you know, a few guests um, to be, you know, to be on my show. So sometimes that happens every so often, uh, you know, which I'm really grateful for or, or, or networking, you know, with people I know who will then say, I've got a great guest um, and, and uh, you know, it works, by, you know, both ways. I'll network people that i know and things Mm -hmm. so how did you get into podcasting i i got into podcasting you know i think i've always always been interested in people i have a deep passion connecting with people i've always been a people person really um even at a young age my mum said you know when i was when i was a baby i'd be on like you know public transport and i'd be trying to talk trying to you know, communicate with people on on the bus and stuff like that. Um, you know, so I've always been interested in people. I've always worked um, in a job that serves people in some way. You know, I, I used to work in restaurants. I used to work in hotels, clothes shops. Um, you know, like now I, I help people who are unemployed. So I've always kind of been off service in some way and wanted to add value. So when COVID happened in 2020, uh, you know, I, I, before that time, I, I got into Joe Rogan and a few other podcasters. I was kind of like, you know, this is pretty cool. And I kind of thought, you know, maybe I could create something. And um, 2020 happened and COVID happened. And I think I made my podcast around February time in 2020, just playing around with it. 
And then when that happened in March, I was just like, you know, it's the time I've got to do it. So it was, uh, you know, a time where I didn't have a job at the time. So I was like, you know, what else can I do in my time? So um, I went all in with that and I've kept doing it ever since, you know, when I have time to. So what exactly inspired you to start? Like, so I'm sure you had the idea in your head that you wanted to start it and whatnot. But what was the time where you were like, okay, this is the time that I'm going to put myself out there and start doing this thing? Because putting yourself out there, you know, it's a, it's a big risk. It's a big thing to do, just, you know, being able to do that. So what, what inspired you to do that? When was the time where that happened? Um, I would say the time that happened. I think it was like early 2020. And I remember just... I kind of got into the, you know, prior to getting into it, I, I was kind of trying different think things out of my life. And I, I went to university in the UK, or you call, you guys call it college. Um, and that didn't work out. And I, I did this course for a couple of, a couple of months and I dropped out and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I was kind of like, you know, I saw like coaching and I was like, you know, what's this? And got into coaching and did that. And then I think through that avenue of coaching, I kind of, you know, was like, this is like, you know, links in with personal development, working with people. And then, you know, there are obviously podcasts that coaches have. And um, I found like Gary V. And I remember he was talking about just document content, just just do it and put it out there. You know, it doesn't matter. Just kind of do it on your phone and, and just put it out there, whatever it is. And I remember like experimenting with video clips I don't know how I would have things on my mind, uh, you know, just kind of in general life. And I would put it into these clips on, on my phone. And this is even before I posted anything. And I was kind of lacking confidence in posting it. I was lacking confidence in, you know, how I looked or how I'd come across, you know, all of this kind of stuff, thinking about what other people are going to think. Um, so I'd do videos and then I wouldn't, I would, I'd delete it or I wouldn't put it out. And then, um, you know, I just took the leap of putting out a video, trying, you know, testing the water, and then I'm um, experimenting with podcasting, and and that kind of gave me that inspiration because I kind of saw, you know, what how he started out and what he was doing, and you know, Gary Vee and what other people are doing, and I was kind of thinking, well, if they've done it, what's stopping you know me from doing it, kind of thing, and then I just kind of you know went from there. So how is so has the podcast grown some from when you started um till now? How has it grown? How has it changed from now till then? Cuz that was a couple of years now and you have some you know you got some ex more experience now. So how has it changed and 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 grown since then? Yeah, that's a good question. I think you know how it's changed and grown. I think it's it's kind of been you know over time you know, but like a, you know, like a wave just kind of like taking form really. And I think, you know, I just learning to be consistent with it over time. I mean, when I first started doing it, you know, I, I, I didn't have a great deal um, of people following me, uh, you know, and, and, and the thing is behind, you know, like followers and stuff. It, I think it's people sometimes get mixed up in that. And I think it's, it's not about how many followers you have. It's about, you know, who listens and who follows. And I think, that was a big thing for me because I think at the start I was like, oh, you know, I need to get followers and all this. Whereas now, you know, as I got into it, was, you know, I don't, I don't care how many followers I have. It's, it's who follows you, um, 
and I'm really grateful for people who do support me in what I do. Um, but yeah, it's it's I think it's definitely you know taken off. You know, I still I'm still learning, I'm still figuring it out, I'm still you know finding my way with podcasting. Um, but it's it's I think it's definitely gained traction through people reaching out through people emailing through networking with people and people having an interest in it whereas when i first started out i never thought anybody would email me or be interested or 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 anything like that so i'm really grateful i'm really humble for people who who do reach out and who do want to be a guest and, and things why do you think it's important to take that risk take that leap why do you think that's so important and in terms of podcasting or just in general in in general yeah or podcasting both yeah I think I think it's important to take that lead to take that risk, you know, ultimately because that's how that's how we grow. That's how we evolve. And you don't know, you know, sometimes we will make things out in our head much bigger than what it actually is. You know, once you do it, you know, all that anxiety, all those worries and all those kind of uh, you know, irrational thoughts and beliefs, you know begin to dissipate once you do it and i think you know you only find you only grow and only move forward through taking risks in whatever avenue in life and you know it is hard it is it is difficult and it, and you know you do go to a vulnerable place but in that vulnerable place and in taking that risk is how you grow and the thing is you don't know who you're going to meet who you're going to connect with who you're going to impact so by you sharing whatever it is you, you, you're going to talk about or, or post or or do, you might connect with somebody who takes something away from it. And, and, and that's where I put myself is there's probably people listening to this, you know, who I hope are going to take something from it. So I'm not thinking that, you know, it's not about me. It's about, you know, the higher level of things. I love that. I really love that. Has all right. So how is how is doing the podcast changed you as a person? Um, if so, like how how has it changed you? Oh, I think massively. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I think prior to doing it, I used to kind of filter things out. I would kind of listen to what I wanted to hear, and at first it was a real, you know struggle and lesson for me because with podcasting you have to listen to the guest you have to tune into what's being said so i I really feel like you know i've grown a lot in that aspect i would listen you know i'd filter things out whereas now um you know i can listen to probably four five different conversations happening in a room and 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 really tune in i think it really does that you know it really i think i've grown in that way being able to tune in and listen uh, active listen to somebody but also you know in myself um you know consistency uh you know patience um you know feeling vulnerable you know pushing out your comfort zone uh taking those risks and you know not sometimes i i never used to reach out to people to be a guest because i was worried what they might think or if they're going to say no so then I would, ha- I would half type out an email, then delete it. Whereas, you know, now I just kind of do it anyway. Or, so I, I you know, and in, in, in a setbacks as well, we like things might, you might reach out to somebody, they might 
not send send you a reply. Um, so I think I've kind of gained a lot of resilience in that aspect, but also I've learned a lot about myself um, and learned a lot about other people, listen to their stories, their journey, and kind of think, you know, seeing, seeing the world, I think when you talk to different, you must see this as well, when you talk to different people, um, you see different perspectives, you see their upbringing, you see where they've come from, you're seeing what they're doing. And it makes us think, well, if that is happening for that person and they've dealt with X, Y, Z, then, you know, what is stopping me in, in doing this? So I think it gives us that, you know, big shift in perspective, but also, we, you know, it's it's really important to talk to a variety of different people. Uh, you know, yeah, I think there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of growth in podcasting and, and it's nice to add value to other people. I agree with that. So you talked about upbringing. So what was your upbringing like? Were you like outgoing when you were in school? What were you like in your in your young younger days? Yeah, I um yeah, I was really active. I mean, I I grew up in um part of the UK called the East Midlands, like a town called Nottingham. Uh, you might have heard of, like Robin Hood, so it's kind of the town of Robin Hood, and um, yeah, my you know my my upbringing, my childhood was great. You know my mom and dad, my family, you know, I've always had my family, you know, I'm really grateful for that. And, um, you know, at a young age, my mom and dad separated, I think I must have been like, like three or four years, years of age. Um, they're friends today, they're still, you know, on talking terms, it's all okay. Uh, but yeah, my mom and dad separated, but yeah, up- upbringing was fine, you know, I had a good childhood. Um, I think, you know, grow- when I was in school, I remember I used to people please a lot, like a hell of a lot. And that's, if I, you know, I understand it now, but back then, you know, if I could go back and tell myself, like, you know, I'd be like, don't do that. You don't need to do that. Whereas I just wanted to be liked. I'd have friends come over to my house. I'd be like lending them like games and, you know, play with this. And I remember they'd be on the PlayStation and I'd be sat there watching and I'd be asking them, can I have a go? And it was mine. (laughs) (laughs) So I was... You know, like that when I was um, in early secondary school, primary school, and then kind of growing up, you know, teenagers, hormones and all that, you know, it's, uh, that was a wild time. And, you know, I had a stepdad as well. And uh, he, I mean, I'll go too much into it, but he, you know, he was, he was a difficult character and that was hard. You know, he, he. My 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 brothers would say have say some crisps or potato chips in the cupboard, and he'd be like, "They're not for you. That's for them." Little things like that. It was like you know, quite you know, a bit like emotional abuse kind of thing. Yeah. So that that was difficult. And then when I was in school, you know, the I kind of got into the wrong crowd of people. You know, I was quite an egotistical person. And I wasn't really thinking about where I was going. I was just kind of like being like, you know, one of the one of the popular cool kids doing stupid stuff. And uh wasn't thinking about where I was going. And then, you know, just just crazy stuff. Like uh I remember being in this group group of kids and they tell me to do stuff and I I do it just to impress them, you know. And walk into the class late, like I remember French class, I had to apologize to the teacher when I finished school because I just cause chaos and I would just walk in late from a bag down that kind of stuff mm. 
Um, but yeah, I was in the wrong, wrong group of people. And then I had a, you know, an accident when I was like 13 years old. And when I had that accident, it kind of gave me a wake up call. It made me stop doing what I was doing. I stopped hanging around with certain people. I stopped doing certain things. I kind of lost that trust in myself and um, didn't really feel safe going out anymore. And I had to rebuild that trust back in myself. And um, yeah, in school, when I broke away from that group, they began to goad and challenge me. So then I would have fights and all that kind of balava. Um, but because the teach some of the teachers had seen me being egotistical and like full of ego, they just thought they didn't really, um, oh, what's the word? Some of the teachers are quite close knit and they just thought, you know, yeah, you're just one of those, those kind of people. Mm. So that was difficult. So I kind of like, you know, lost trust in myself. I was kind of losing trust in certain teachers. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a difficult time in school. Um, and the school was pretty rough that I was in. So I had kind of all these different things kind of going off all at once around the ages of about 14, 15. So how were you like that? How were you like that after you were graduated? Did you, were you changed at all? Or uh, were you about the same? I think, yeah, I definitely changed a lot. Um, I mean, I had to take time off school because, because, uh, you know, I had like PTSD from the accident I had. So I fell through like a, like a roof. I fell through a glass panel on a roof at like 13, 14. I think I, I think I've told you before. I can't remember. Um, and that happened. And then, um, yeah, so I was in and out of school because I was obviously, you know, having therapy. I was, you know, need a time out and I had to deal with that. But I, I then started going back into school and, and I did my exams um, and finish. So I, yeah, I, I did change. I did change massively towards the end, but I think I wasn't thinking about my grades. I wasn't thinking about where I was going until like the very last kind of couple of months of school. Um, you know, and then I feel like I kind of probably learned more when I left school, if that makes sense. Mm. I, I definitely could agree with that. Uh, do you have any mentors or anyone that you've looked up to while in this realm of podcasting? Yeah, yeah, massively. I um, I got into Joe Rogan. I think everyone's heard of Joe Rogan. Most people have. Because um, I saw how he started out and then I was kind of like, well, you know, what's what's stopping me got into gary v um i don't listen to him as much now um i think it's okay to change your role models it's okay to change your mentors i i quite like grant cardone um he's he, i don't know if you've heard of grant cardone he's like a speaker and he's into like real estate um a good friend of mine who's been on the podcast called glenn lundy he actually he's a speaker and he's got a morning show uh, on Facebook. So he's actually, he won the uh, Great American Speak Off. Um, he's friends with Gun Cardone. So I've got I've got a few people like Simon Sinek um, and Jason Silver. These are these are speakers. Um, Tony Robbins. Um, who else do I like? There's someone else I like as well. Um, but you know, people close, people, not even people, you know, who aren't on the main stage. And the media people I've met through podcasting are big role models to me. You know, you're a big role model to me. My, Thank you. my, you're welcome. And my, my friend, um, you know, Greg and Brian, I think you've seen some of the, the ex-military uh, friends of mine in the States. 
you know, they're massive role models for me, mentors. So it's, it's, um, you know, people on a big scale and then people, you know, who I, who I, you know, who I've met through podcasting and networking. I think, you know, even my mom as well, um, you know, and people in my family. How many, how many episodes have you recorded of your, of your podcast? Cause I know you've been doing it a while and you, how consistent were you with, rec- um, interviewing yeah. people? When, when I, when I started out, I mean, during like COVID, I mean, I was doing, if I look, I was looking on the timestamps today, I was doing sometimes three, or four a day, uh, per, per day. So I was doing like two or three, I think the most I did was four. I don't know how I did that. Um, <laughs> um, I think I did like from early in the morning throughout the day. So I was doing like, you know, a couple of day, uh, every single day. Um, and then now I kind of do, I try and do at least like one every, I mean, I work full time, uh, you know, five days a week. And then I've got, you know, girlfriend, family, I could, you know, do um, gym and stuff. So I try and do at least like, you know, one or two, like a couple every two weeks. If I can get a couple in every two weeks or even more per week, then, then I'm happy. I, you know, if I have the time, then I, I'll make the time. So I find that, you know, it's, it's difficult when you, when your life gets busier, but I'm always making the time to at least do a couple a month if I can. But, um, so, yeah. Was it hard to transition from, you know, not working and doing, being able to have this free time to do in the podcast to, you know, go, having to go to work, having more responsibilities. What was that transition like? Yeah, it was massive. It was absolutely massive. And, you know, like you, you know, we get bad habits when we, you know, if we don't, if, if we're out to sync, you know, like, well, when I was out to work and, and when lockdown was happening, I was, you know, going to bed at whatever time, you know, getting up at, w- at whatever time sometimes. Um, so it was a real shift, you know, in routine, but also, you know, allocating this. So when you, when you, you know, when you're unemployed, you've got loads of time on your hands. Um, but when I was unemployed, I was making use of my time to do podcasting. Whereas, whereas now, you know, I have to think way ahead and look at, okay, well, what does my week look like? What time have I got in between, you know, seeing family, uh, seeing my girlfriend, uh, going to the gym, that kind of thing. So it, it's been a massive, massive shift. And I'm having to, you know, do things in advance, you know, a lot more, uh, you know, and, and also some days, you know, I'm, I'm pretty tired after work or, or from after the gym. And I'll, if I don't have the, if I don't feel hundred percent in my energy, then I won't do it because I have to listen to that. And I think that's an important thing because I've done them in the past where I felt a bit burnt out and I've done a podcast and then the next day I've got a busy day ahead and I, and I, and I feel like wiped out and I, and I feel a bit groggy. Um, so yeah, I'm very mindful of my energy, if that makes sense in my time, uh, I think a lot more. So yeah, it's a big shift. How do you know when is a good time to take a break, step away to, you know, when you're feeling that burnt out feeling, how do you know when it's the right time to take the break or push through and keep it going? Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's a good question. I think, you know, I have to be, I, I know myself, if, if my, if I feel like more tired in my energy or like, you know, in my, in my, 
body at an earlier time, um, then it's like a, you know, it's a, it's just like a reminder, like okay, you know, I'm not, I just need to take you know an hour or two to myself, you know, to to read a book or to watch TV or you know um, do something like that. So I think if 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 I'm feeling more tired, then you know around say seven o'clock, which isn't like me, then then I won't do anything. Like I won't do any, I won't do a podcast. But say you know I kind of feel a little bit tired, but you know I'm. I'm still able to kind of think, you know, I'm going to post this, I'm going to do this, I'm proactive. Then, then I, I just kind of do it really like tonight, you know, I feel fine, but I think it depends what I do in the week because I think I've got a lot, I've got a lot of energy. Um, so, you know, this week I, I went, you know, I've started training in more time. So I went there, uh, yesterday for the second time. Um, and then I went to the gym today. So I've kind of like, you know, feel a lot more balanced. Whereas if I don't do those little tiny things or have those, you know, little moments to myself, or, um, you know, or if I don't, you know, because I, I see my girlfriend at the weekend and I will go for a walk, we'll do nice things. And that recharges, you know, my batteries, you know, seeing her doing nice things and, and watching TV and that, you know, that, that, that helps. So it's all these little tiny things that kind of uh, come together that, I think enabled you to um, do things to the best of your ability, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's some that's some great advice. Uh, so how many episodes have you actually recorded? Oh, yeah. Do you know the amount? I know it is probably around the three hundred and fifty mark. Maybe I don't know off the top of my head, but I know it's probably at least. 300 and something that's a lot a lot of episodes wow that's impressive <laughs> so what are some tips for people who are getting into you know doing podcasting or doing anything in general what are some tips you could give them for staying consistent staying you know motivated to keep doing these things yeah yeah definitely um i think you know the first mark the first point i would recommend is you know just just start out by I downloaded Anchor and Anchor's free. It's owned by Spotify. It's an app you can download to record podcasts. I would say download that or even just, you know, if you don't want to download that straight away, practice recording, you know, whether that's video, whether that's audio. And you you might practice just talking about something, you know, by yourself. I've done episodes where I've done things by myself just talking about things um, or have a conversation with someone. And if you're not too sure, you can try it out, play it back, listen to it and see what, you know, see what you think. Let other people listen to it. Um, I would say, you know, just start really, just get the ball rolling and just start and, you know, look on Facebook, look at groups and, you know, surround yourself with people who, you know, who support you in it. And not everyone's going to understand it. You know, not everyone's going to agree with what you say or what you're doing. You've got to just kind of stay in your lane and just go for it, really, and listen to yourself. And you'll find the right people along the way. So I think, you know, just start. Um, look at what other people are doing. Um, you know, I think it's your marketing, your social media. Um, start playing around with that. And, uh, you know, be yourself and be unique. And, 
you know, just make get a bit get a piece of paper and pen and, and write down some ideas around it. Um, you know, there's tons of I don't I don't really look at any videos on YouTube. But there's tons of videos on YouTube and advice. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think. Does yeah, just start playing around with it and just start posting content. I think that's the best way to do it. Mm. I agree. Um, so. What is what has been some of the challenges you have faced in doing in doing uh, your show? Some of the challenges, uh, I think, time zones. Sometimes, uh, some people, I think, if people are in Australia, that can be that's been pretty difficult to work around. Um, I did one the other night, my friend, and I think it was around my eleven o'clock, and we did a podcast. And it was like her morning time or something. So I think uh, that, um, staying on top of emails, um, editing content. So you do, say, an hour podcast. or I mean, I, I did one was about two, two hours and something. And so you've got to, when you're, I think, editing the podcast and finding clips to put together and making the time to do that, that can be, you know, difficult sometimes, I think. You know, thinking about, you know, topics to talk about, you know, being different sometimes, you know, being creative, uh, you know, making content for social media. Sometimes that can be difficult because sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to post something, I'm going to talk about something. Um, and there's nothing there, but sometimes you have to go away um, and, you know, reevaluate things. So I think, you know, it's, it's, it's many different things, emails creating content, networking with people and, you know, editing the content, uploading the content, um, you know, which I, I love all of it. I love the whole creative process. Um, and I think, you know, the big thing, you know, being patient because when you start doing it, you might, people might think, oh, well, I want to do it for money and I want to get paid and or sponsors. And the thing is it takes time. Mm -hmm. And, and that's something that we, I think it is a challenge, is a big challenge. You know, I wasn't very patient when I first started doing podcasting. Whereas I think with podcasting, it's kind of, I've learned to be patient and I've learned to trust the process. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. So how, have you ever received any negative feedback or like backlash or any type of negative comments or anything like that towards any of the content that you've created? Yeah. Yeah, I've had it on. I've had negative comments on YouTube. I've had negative comments on TikTok. I've had. How do you deal with that type of negativity uh, on something you worked hard for and created and put yourself out there? How do you deal with that? And how is what are some tips for other people who don't know how to deal with that? Yeah, no, I think it's a good question. I think you know, at first, I think when I first you know got a few comments, I kind of like you know it felt a bit shit. You know, it wasn't great, but then I didn't, then I was like, well, that's just their opinion. And that's not, you know, the reality of the situation. People can think what they want. And, and also I don't know that person. I'm probably never going to meet that person. So why let people, why let, um, someone that you don't know, don't will probably never meet, you know, impact a day, a week, you know, however long of your life or however many hours when you're never going to meet them. And that's just their opinion. And the thing is, half the time, 
people were saying that they might not even be posting content themselves. So, you know, and, and you, you know yourself and you know why you're doing it. So it doesn't matter, you know, what they say really. And that, that can take a lot. And, um, but it's about, you know, knowing yourself and why you're doing it yeah. and don't take it, you know, to, to heart too much. I mean, I, I used to work in a restaurant with chefs saying all kinds of me. So I'm probably a bit thick skinned with people saying things. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are some memorable moments or advice that was given to you on your show by some of your guests? What is some stuff that has stuck with you? It's a hard, it's a hard one to think back on. But... Yeah, it's a really good question, though. Um, but what is the first thing that comes to your mind as something as a memorable thing, um, from a guest that you've had on? I had a good uh, friend uh, called Glenn Lundy, as I, as I mentioned before, and uh, it's always stuck with me. And people, you know, I've had loads of different guests on my show and they've said loads of great things and shared loads of great insights. Uh, but I think one thing that stuck with me and always will is um, he, this Greg, who's a speaker, mentioned about uh, being a caterpillar. So we talked about the perspective basically of, uh, you know, life. And, you know, we start off as like a caterpillar, you know, on the surface. And, you know, caterpillars, they they become, you know, butterflies. But prior to that, the, uh, you know, the perspective of the caterpillar only sees what's in front of them on the ground. Like, you know, we only see what's kind of going on on the ground through life. And, you know, as they go into that cocoon, they're uncomfortable and it's tight and it's hard. And they're in that enclosed space for, I don't know how long, but, you know, a period of time. And then they become this butterfly. And as they become the butterfly, you know, they're flying around and they can see, you know, things that they didn't see when they were the caterpillar. And it's that kind of stage in life that, you know, we go into these situations, you know, like this, and then we go through that uncomfortable, we go from comfortable, difficult, challenging times. And when you come through that, you come out of that challenge, that uncomfortable time with a different perspective, seeing things that you didn't see, you know, prior. Um, so that always, that, that's something that always stuck with me. And that's something that I think about a lot when I ever, whenever I try something new or, you know, if, I, if it's difficult or things are difficult. What What is some advice? Um, what is some advice say for someone to what is some advice for someone who is trying to have a podcast and find guests on there what is some advice you'd give them to find guests yeah no i i, I think there's there's a really good question i think there's different ways of finding guests so i think you know there's there are groups you can join there's uh you know with the internet we're, we're an amazing time so there's the, you know networking with people through LinkedIn. I found that quite helpful, you know, reaching out to people um, and emailing them. And, uh, you know, I think there are websites like, is it Audrey? A-U-D-R-Y. And it's a website where you can connect with um, people who have podcasts to be a guest um, and vice versa. There's another website called Guestio, which um, I've used sometimes where you can, 
be a guest on people's podcasts or they can be on yours. Um, so you create your profile. Also, you know, just DMing people on Instagram. You know, that's something I've done loads of times. I think I, I must have done that with you. I think I did that with you. Or or I we met in the comments on that D-Rock post. I think so, yeah. Um, you know, networking with people in the comments in, on Instagram um, and DMing people, email people, uh, just reach out to them. Uh, there are Facebook groups where that I've seen where you, it's like they help you find guests and network you through that. So there's some good ways of finding guests, but you, you just gotta you just gotta reach out. I mean, the worst someone's gonna say is no, and even if they say it, there was one person I had. On my show, I asked him about 20 different times. I said, can you be a guest? Can you be a guest? And then he ended up saying yes. (laughs) So you knock on the door enough times, you might, you know, get get the answer you want. That's a a gem right there. That's a a good gem right there for everybody. Uh, So I want to know, what is your, like, what's your process when you are getting ready to do a podcast? Do you, like, yeah, how do you set it up? Like, do you get your questions ready beforehand? Is it like what? What is your process in starting your doing your show? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's definitely changed. <laughs> it's definitely uh, you know kind of evolved since I've been doing it more. When I first started out, I literally would go in there with no no questions at all. I would just. I don't recommend that. I'm not saying, you know, it, it, everyone works differently, but I was learning the ropes um, and I and I would just go in there and just talk and just have an idea in mind or say to guests, do you want to talk about this topics and then see where it goes. Um, sometimes that can work and that can be, you know, a great podcast, but I think it depends on who the guest is. And I think it depends what area that you want to push it down and, and, and how deep you want to go because it's very easy to have a conversation with someone and, and forget what you wanted to talk about if you haven't got it written down and you can get lost in the moment of a conversation and then what you had is, is gone. Um, but, but the beauty of podcasting is that as it's flowing, things sometimes might come up for you and you just ask it and then you go down another avenue. Um, but I, the way I do it is, you know, I will research the guest, what they're about. Um, maybe they have an education. Maybe they have um, work, you know, experience in a certain field. Um, you know, any accolades they might have, what they do. You know, research their product if they've got a product, um, and show you know in what they do. And uh, you know, I will make bullet points on a you know a piece of paper of the area um, in mind of, of, of the conversation. And um, sometimes I'll, I'll even have bullet points, but things will just come up for me and I'll ask it in the moment. So so that's how you prepare for the interview part of it. How, how, do, how do you prepare for yourself? Do you like get Zen? Do you like take some drink some tea? Have make sure you eat something beforehand? Like what how do you like prepare for for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think what I tend to do, is i mean like right now i've got a glass of water um but usually i'll have like you know a glass of water um well yeah i think i i just kind of ground myself so if i'm going to interview someone i kind of you know just you know relax 
you know, clear my head. If if I say I'm busy or, or I've been rushing around, it's you've got to watch that kind of fo- you, you know, you need that focus and you you have to watch your energy. So I kind of like, you know, just clear my head, you know, I'll get a get a coffee or I'll get a cup of tea, as we say in the UK. Um and, and, and you know, a glass of water and just kind of like, you know, just listen to some music. I think, you know, prior to going in, into it. Um, yeah, and just, you know, kind of relax. So how does it feel to be being interviewed instead of being the interviewer? Yeah, that's another good question. I I think it's, I I enjoy it. And I think when I first started you know going on other people's podcasts i you know used to feel quite nervous um there's an i think when you're on another person's podcast, there's an end like an element of vulnerability um which i'm okay with um but i i think it's it's a good it's a good reflective, uh, you know, practice, if that makes sense. Because, uh, you know, being a host of a podcast, you have to know what it's like to be a guest on a podcast. So I think that's really important. Um, and it's a bit like, yeah, I think, I think you know, you, you have to put yourself in that place. Yeah. So what do you think makes a good show or a good podcast? What makes you want to watch something? Or what makes you think, like, this is a good show that I'm like that you're creating right now. What makes it a good, what are some things that make it a good show? I think, you know, there's different things that make it a good show. I think, uh, you know, it can be entertainment. I think, you know, if it's entertaining, if the person is coming from a genuine real place and wanting to, you know, add value, if, um, if they've had an interesting upbringing, interesting story, um, you know, it's interesting, you know, I'm, I'm quite a deep person. So, it, you know, anything that's quite deep, then I'm into it. So, you know, I find, you know, sometimes people, I think, I think it's important as well to have certain conversations that people sometimes may be afraid of talking about, or, I mean, like in, in terms of like, you know, like mental health, in terms of like, you know, men's mental health in terms of things that society deem to, you know, be a certain way. I think people who are opening up about things is something that gets me listening, you know, or society and that kind of stuff. Um, there's a whole variety, you know, I mean, I know you, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Joey Diaz and, and he, he's very entertaining and he's very um, quite raw sometimes. So different things kind of, I think are important and, and stand out to me. So I just want to let everyone know who's watching right now. We're live on YouTube right now. And if you're watching live on YouTube, you can ask a question for Adam in the form that's in the in the chat. So if you have a question for Adam, we're going to be answering the questions at the end if you are watching live right now. Um, so I, this, is, this is an interesting question for you. How do you see the future of chat gpt ai coming into the play of podcasting and just uh in general how how do you see that coming what do you think of it 
Yeah, I um, I find it pretty. I think I, I think it's a double-edged sword. I find it pretty amazing and awesome, but I think it also scares the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> I think it's uh, when I say you know it scares me. I think it, it's uh, it's because I never thought that would be possible. That when you see things that are like that, I find it you know it's. You kind of think, okay, what's the next step? You know, where's it? Where's it going next? But uh, you know, we're we're here to evolve. We're here to grow. We're not here to you know stay the same. So I think it's good that there is that growth in AI. I mean, the things that blow my mind are those AI art where the computer recognizes images and creates an image of you know what you what you type in. So I think yeah, in podcasting. Um, I haven't heard about it too much. I've not gone down those rabbit holes too much. I've I've seen the chat BT, someone was talking about that today, where you can have a conversation with basically a bot. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's fascinating, but scary, I find. What do you think about the art, the chat, the um, AI art? I think it's, I think it's mint. I, I saw one which... Uh, it showed you uh, is it villains from uh, Batman mm. or superheroes. I saw that one and I was like, holy, holy hell, that's crazy. Yeah, we see. Uh, we were looking at that uh, too. It's pretty crazy. It's definitely pretty crazy. So, what do you what do you think the future holds for in podcasting in general? What do you do? You see anything crazy or 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 different happening now that there is these tools of you know ai yeah i i you know i think what we're doing now you know is pretty amazing you know that we're able to connect across the world and we're able to stream to different platforms but i think like also it's um you know i think the way it's going is that we might put these maybe glasses on or have something built into us where you know uh, was it, I saw was it Google Glass? It's like a, like a mirror, mm-hmm. and it looked like the person was actually, you know, in front of them. So I think it will kind of go to that level where we're talking on a screen now, but I think it will be to a level where you'll have like a you know a glass panel, and you'll be in that glass panel like you're standing across from me. So I think that's an avenue where I think it will slowly over time go, um, which would be interesting. Yeah, I, I could see definitely something like that definitely happening and being, you know, just something totally different that people wouldn't be able to expect to happen. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? Something like you wouldn't wouldn't be able to imagine mm. type of type of stuff. Uh, so you interviewed a lot of people from a lot of different places. Do you see uh, a lot of similarities in people from? from different places a lot of differences in different places what's it like you know you you've interviewed people from all over the world yeah no that's a really good question i i've seen a lot of differences and i've seen i think a lot of similarities um you know i it it made me it made me laugh because i did a podcast with a guy and he was in uh, nashville state in america and he was talking about like where he lives and he was saying i don't i don't go out of my you know my circle he said so i can remember him saying like this is my county line i don't cross that 
county line from Nashville to where we, I don't know what's near Nashville. Uh, but you're in America, you shouldn't. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he that was interesting because I was like, well, he's you know, he, he's quite happy, you know, where he lives in, in, in that state where he lives. Um, I find that really interesting, but yeah, I, I see like you know, lots of lots of differences and similarities. I think you know, I, I connect really well with, you know, most people, like most people, I, I, I've had my podcast. I'm just trying to think differences, similarities. Um, in, in terms of what would you mean? Like, um, so like way of thinking or, okay. um, or what they do in general or yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I see, I see, you know, similarities, you know, like in, you know, people in, you know, the States to, you know, uh, the UK, yeah. you know, I think there's a very close bond, you know, between, you know, people in the UK and, and America. Um, you know, I think, you know, Western societies were quite, quite, you know, similar, but also I think I've, I've spoken to people in India who are on a different level. If that makes mm. sense very 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 spiritual yeah you know, very spiritual people um so yeah i think that's a really good question it's quite a hard question <laughs> yeah it is a hard question because i'm sure you're like trying to think back to all the people yeah. have you have you have interviewed before uh so <laughs> so what do you see as the future for your podcast and what you're doing what do you see in the future for that? Yeah, I mean, you know, my my dream would be to, you know, work for myself and, you know, to have my podcast, you know, as, as a business and to, you know, stream, to, you know, have, you know, sponsors, that kind of thing. And, you know, I'm in the process of looking at, like, you know, merchandise, my podcast at the minute, so I'm looking at doing that. So, you know, it's just getting my, you know, ducks in the row in the right way, so to speak, and, and, and learning, you know, uh, what steps kind of, you know, take first. But, I, you know, I would love to, you know, have it as a business to, to you know, do this um, as, as a job and, and, and to constantly, you know, provide, you know, value to other people. That's, you know, something that I, I dream of doing. But, you know, at the minute, I'm going to, as I said before we start recording, I'm going to start, you know, streaming once I've uploaded my clips to YouTube. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, what's what's um, going to come of that. So if someone has never seen your podcast before, what is what is the best way to summarize what they would be able be seeing when for their first time? So like so we could get some of the people in here to check it out who are listening now or if they've never heard it before. What is you know, what's tell them a little bit about like more of who you interview, who you interview and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, no, the um, basically my podcast, uh, you know, I've connected to people from all different backgrounds, uh, from different places around the world, and it's mainly, you know, to connect to people's story, connect with them and what they do, you know, why people do what they do, and you know, connecting with their journey. And you know, we've all got a journey, we've all got a story, and it's interesting to hear you know, people's stories from all different places. So that's, you know, kind of what the podcast is about. But 
I've, I've, you know, done podcasts on, you know, things that didn't relate to that. I've done podcasts that, you know, I, I did a podcast of a Ukrainian soldier and he talked about the situation in Ukraine. You know, I did one with my friends talking about the current situation in society. So it's a bit of a mix really, like, but it's mainly, you know, connecting people in their story. Yeah. So you guys definitely have to check out the Parsitivity podcast if you haven't yet. Uh, I've been a guest a couple times on the show. That's how me and Adam have uh, connected. So I just wanted to let let people know more about it and so they could find out uh, more from themselves. So what is your favorite part of doing the podcast? My favorite part of doing the podcast? Wow, that's a good question. I, I love, you know, connecting with the guests and getting into, you know, who they are and what they do and, you know, their journey. And, you know, that's exciting. And then, you know, providing and, and you know, providing that content to the audience. And I, I love that creative process of, you know, getting the clips and then editing it and, and uploading it. I, I quite, you know, find, I find it quite relaxing. I quite enjoy doing that. But yeah, you know, connecting with the guest and, um, you know, you know, connecting with the audience and, and having, you know, meeting new people as well. What is the part that you dislike the most? Dislike the most? Um, What's the hardest well, part? Yeah, I think I think the hardest part, what I've disliked the most is, I think probably what I'm currently doing, I've I've been doing podcasts the past couple of years. And as I said to you that I haven't backed up any uh, of my podcasts. I've just been keeping in my zoom cloud. So I'm in the, I've been in the process over the past couple of weeks of saving all my episodes and getting them onto my computer so I can upload them. Um, that's very tedious because you have to do it one by one. Hmm. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. That's a good question. Yeah, I think that's really hard. And sometimes I think I think hashtags, I find hashtags to be pretty difficult when posting podcast content, trying to be creative and and um, wording things differently. That can be a challenge. So how do you feel about having to create content constantly and sometimes with these social media channels uh, channels not really putting the content that the creators are making out there like how do you feel about that you know yeah it's um it's difficult it is um it's you know it's always a challenge and the thing is i think i don't tend to look at i don't i don't tend to compare myself to other people and what they're doing i will kind of just do what I'm doing and I'll, and I'll, you know, I'll support other people and what they do, but everyone, I think everyone's so different. Everyone has their own style. I think you have to just be, you know, be yourself, do what you think's right. I like that. All right. We got, I got a couple more questions. Then we're going to let the people who are watching live right now ask their questions. If you haven't asked your question yet, you can do that right now. 
but couple all right this is going to be a hard question i think if you had to tell someone to listen to only one of your shows they could only listen to one which which episode would it be to watch jesus christ um (laughs) (laughs) i like to put the hard question at the end of the show just to get everyone thinking Mm. a little more okay let me just think it's easy after that yeah (laughs) i um i yeah i i think the podcast episode if i could pick one would be um god trying to trace back i mean besides the one that that i was on yeah, I'm just the one, the one, I'm you, just <laughs> the one we 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 was having a blast, not when we were on. Uh, um, no, nah, we I, did, but and I'm just I'm messing. just trying to think of like, yeah, I I had I had one with my my mum. I had my mum on the podcast. That's awesome. Uh, and she was on with uh, you know Greg and Brian, who hosted Left the Greg podcast. So I think that's a really fun one because you know I've. I've never really had my mum on the podcast and that was quite an interesting dynamic, you know, to have two of my friends from the States who've got a podcast and to have my mum on it. And uh, yeah, my ex-military mates, you know, Greg and Brian, they just ripped, they just took the piss out of me really for like (laughs) a bit. So yeah, that was interesting. And, you know, they've got a lot to share. They've got a lot of, you know, hell of a lot of experience. Uh, Greg, was uh you know in the U.S. Army, he was a uh, he was a hostage negotiator for Detroit police, and um, Brian uh, was a sniper in the U.S. Marines, and they worked together to um, you know help businesses and companies. Um, they they sort of like human behavior pattern recognition, so they help you know businesses with security. So they have a lot to talk about, and that was quite interesting. That's really really interesting. I definitely we need to check that one out. All right, so easy. We're doing like a speed round, uh, and then okay. we'll get into the questions. All right, five favorites. Your favorite movie? Oh damn! Uh, Pulp Fiction. Second person to say that. Favorite color? Uh, right r- red. Your favorite cartoon growing up? Oh damn! Um, I would say Dragon Ball. Your favorite TV show? Uh, the Sopranos. And your favorite place you've ever been? Um, it's got to be New York. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where before we get into the questions, where can people find you and and find out more about you and watch your show and listen to your show and all that? Yeah, no, awesome, man. Um, yeah, you can listen to my podcast. Um, it's called the Positivity Podcast, and it's on all stream, streaming platforms. It's on, um, you know, I, I do regular lives sometimes on Instagram. So I'm on Instagram, all the social media um, accounts. So, yeah, I'm on Spotify, all the streaming services. I've also got a uh, Facebook group um, as well. So it's the Positivity Podcast new. And then I've just literally started a Discord group today. So you can get me on Discord, which I'm going to be experimenting with. 
Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of you know on social media. My so on on the streaming, it's the Positive Podcast, and then my uh, Instagram is Positivity ninety four. So that's kind of you know across the board. Awesome. So we put your your links in the description and the yeah. chat right now. So everyone, uh, give my friend Adam Parr a follow, please. I you'd be doing me a favor. So go do that. Uh, so all right. First question. I knew this question was gonna. So <laughs> I knew this question was gonna be on there because this is an ongoing thing on our yeah, other yeah. show. Have you? This is a question from A and T won't stop. Mm. Have you ever had stargazy pie? If so, how do you like it? <laughs> what is that? What? Oh man, no! Is it in the UK? It's is a it U- UK. Okay. It's a UK Stargazy thing. Pie. Stargazy pie. All right, let me. Stargazy oh, pie. Oh man, the chat is about to go crazy right now on YouTube. Have a wow. look. Stargazy pie. Oh right. Do they call okay. it something different where you are? Oh, that's like. Like a fish cottage pie. Yeah. Yeah, I've had cottage. Yeah, I've had well I call it cottage. Yeah, I've had that before. What do you what do you shepherd's call it? Pie. I call it I think either shepherd's pie or cottage pie. It's one of the two. How do you like it? It's, uh I'm not a big fan of seafood at the minute. So I I, I don't it's quite filling. It's very, very filling. <laughs> you feel like you're gonna fall over if you eat it. <laughs> really? yeah that's amazing yeah i knew that question was going to be on here because that's an ongoing thing on our on our our shows all right uh let's see the next question is from steve-o what football team do you support and walkers or pringles Ooh. so it's two separate questions i think yeah so the football team i support kind of uh i'm torn really because my dad my dad's a scouser and he's from Liverpool. So he, my dad's from Liverpool, but I'm originally from Nottingham. So I, Nottingham Forest um, are in the FA Premier League now. But I, I think I've always supported Liverpool. And Walkers or Pringles? I would say Walkers. Okay. I thought I like... That's a chip? A potato chip? What, Walkers or... or I don't know. What, it, um, what does the question okay. mean? Okay, so Pringles, Pringles are crisps, or you okay. call them potato chips, in a long tube. They're like... Um, no, no, I know what Pringles are. What is Walkers? Wa- okay, so Walkers are a company that make uh, crisps, and they make different, different, loads of different types of crisps. Gotcha. But I find Pringles very salty. Mm. Me too. Uh, all right, Steve, oh, there you go. Next question. <laughs> the sheriff if this is from the sheriff of nottingham <laughs> I don't, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to how did you it's fall fun. through a glass a glass window they want to know okay so cut long story short i was messing around with friends and we were doing something called parkour like kind of messing about and running around and uh i was there was like a church and I had three layers to it. And it was during the summer holidays and there was not a lot going on, you know. So I remember being on a Sunday, I'm pretty sure. And there was three layers to the building. So we climbed up and then we climbed up on the other level. And we were just kind of being being kids and being, you know, stupid, really. And, you know, I wasn't really thinking about what I was doing. And I remember my girlfriend at the time, she went to the shop 
And for some reason, I stood on this, you know, which was the glass panel, it was about this. I stood on top of the glass panel so I could lift myself up to see, you know, if I could see where she was. Hmm. But I didn't actually think or look at the glass. I just saw, oh, this, this will boost me up. And then I stood on and then it, it just popped. And I fell about, four, about 13, 14 feet down and landed on a uh, small sink that you want, like a basin you wash your hands in. And um, yeah, I had like lacerations. I cut my arm open and all of that business. So um, I initially thought I was going to die when that happened because um, there was so much blood, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what happened. But anyway, I mean, to cut a long story short with that, um, for an ambulance, my friends kind of got me out of the place. Um, and then this guy walked past and took my top off and tied it around my arm. And uh, ambulance took me back to hospital, checked me over and um, did all the checks. And they said, I'm very, very lucky to, uh, you know, be alive. So they, they could put these little stitches on me. And then, uh, you know, I'm very, very, very fortunate to still be here. Um, you know, ended up having, you know, anxiety, you know, PTSD, depression from the trauma. Yeah. Uh, from that, you know, luckily, I, you know, I'm okay, and I've worked through that. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that anymore. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what happened and why. That's you know, crazy, man. That's so but, crazy. But I think if that hadn't have happened, I, I wouldn't be doing this. Hmm. I don't think I'd be doing this if that hadn't have happened. Why? Why is that? I mean, I say, well, I, I probably would be doing it, but I don't think I'd be able to do it. You know, because I've I've been through a lot mm. in terms of mental health. I probably wouldn't be doing the job I'm doing if I hadn't gotcha. experienced that kind of thing. Gotcha. That's crazy. Well, I hope I hope they're happy they got their answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Let's see. This is from Grizz. What is your favorite piece of advice you like to give people? Hmm. I think the best advice I, I'd like to give people is, you know, to don't be afraid of taking risks. Um, you know, be yourself and, you know, always try and do your very, very best. And, you know, if you think something's possible, you know, you'll find a way to make it possible. You know, there's nothing stopping you from achieving or doing something if you really want to put your mind to it. You know, for an example, I I failed at maths. I got an F in maths, hated maths. Had to retake my maths to get into university or college. You know, I had to retake these different exams and failed and failed. And I never thought in, in a million years I'd be able to do that. But I put my mind to it and I applied myself to do that thing. And I think, you know, anyone can do that with whatever we apply ourselves to if we're willing to show up and, and put in the work. I love that. I feel hyped up right now. I hope everyone else does. Uh, we have another question from Grizz. He says, what's your favorite thing to do to say positive? Favorite thing to do to say positive? Um, well, positive, positive. Um favorite thing to do i like to you know listen to podcasts of other people um you know i listen to joe rogan i like you know reading i like walking my dogs spending time with family my girlfriend um you know i think all these things kind of come together 
you know, and, and, and uh, you know, networking and, and talking to my friends overseas like yourself. Mm. You know, I, 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 you know, I love, I love podcasting. I love connecting people, you know, it's, it's what I, it's what goes on in the, in my background in my head sometimes when, you know, when I'm at work. Mm. Um, yeah. It helps me a lot. We have another question. What is your favorite sandwich? <laughs> um this is these are sandwich. the important questions yeah. we need to know more yeah. about you um it's favorite sandwich like what's your That's go-to when you're like you know, do, do you when you do you have a del you have delis over there yeah yeah like we, have, we have yeah, delis so, we have delis and we have bakeries like, what do you what is your go-to i i do like my my girlfriend makes these things called toasties What's Which... that? I want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, you get a sandwich with the bread and the cheese. You put the cheese, so two slices of bread, cheese. You melt the cheese so that you get like a, you know, like a George Foreman grill kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you, you do that with a sandwich and you melt it. And um, I quite like Marmite, if you know what that is. We've heard about it, but we still haven't tried it, unfortunately. Right. So my, my, I usually get my girlfriend to make them and she'll put like a bit of Marmite with the cheese, which is very controversial, but <laughs> is I, it? I quite, yeah, I quite like cheese and Marmite toasties or cheese and bacon toasties. Mm. Um, I, but I got to try that. But yeah, sandwiches, I like tuna sandwiches with cucumber. I like that too. All right. Another question. Night owl or early bird? I would say I'm quite an early bird, really. I mean, I, I mean, I get I get up for work around like you know seven o'clock, half past seven, you know, when I have to go to the office. So I can I can be I can be up and ready to go in half in half an hour, um, you know. So yeah, I'd say early bird, really. All right. This message. This question is from Craig Williams. This this uh, our homie Craig. Craig says, "Thank you." From a Cornish man here, which do you, which do you spread first, jam or cream? Like to hear what you would say. Living. N- All right. So that's one question. Yeah. He has yeah, another yeah. question after. Which, okay. Cool. Which do you so, spread first, jam or cream? Okay. So what I'll explain in this part is basically, I mean. To put it into perspective, you're in New York, but then you've got New Jersey. So, in where I live in Cornwall, uh-huh. across the bridge, there's a place called Devon, and people in Devon put the cream on or the jam on differently to people here in Cornwall. What do you mean by cream? What do, what is that? So it's like clotted cream. So it's uh, it's obviously made from milk, and it's it's kind of uh, it's pasteurized. It's 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 like um, a sticky. I'll send you a picture of it. It's like a sticky, um, like cottage assistance. cheese. Mm, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know what, cause I'm not in America. I don't know what you'd have similar, but, it, but yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, you like butter. Like it's like, like a really thick. Oh, like cream cheese. Cre- cream like a creamy cheese. kind of like. Yeah. yeah. Butter. Okay. Cream cheese. That's what um, we call it here. Yeah. But it's, I, I tend to put on the jam first and then the cream, but I, I don't know which is the right way. But I know a lot of people don't like that. I think they look at you funny if you do like it the other way. Oh, that's what, that's what the other part. Of it. it says like to hear what you have to say. Living now here in Cornwall slash Devon. So you're saying it's different from Cornwall to Devon? 
Yeah, it's they do it differently. I think they put the clotted cream on first, and then the jam, because there was a real like debate about it. And my right, girlfriend's this... family are Cornish as well, so they kick off if I do it wrong. Really? <laughs> um, this is a question from me. I just thought of it. Uh, what's the right way to make tea? Oh, jeez. Uh, I tend okay. So I quite like something called oat milk. So. Yeah. It's milk, but it's like they're made from oats. Mm-hmm. It's quite creamy. You get like the, the the right one. So uh, I tend to stew it. So I put the tea bag in, boil the water, put the hot water in it. You know, move it around with the spoon. Like, see, there's there's, there's an art to it. So I, I do it about eight to ten times, and then leave it. I quite like it quite strong, and then I take it out. Before I take it out, I squeeze the tea bag. So I get like, you know, most of what's in it. And then I put like a few dashes of oat milk and stir it. I don't have any sugar. I don't have any honey in it. Um, I just have it as it is. And I do the same kind of with coffee. Just I like that. <laughs> no, because uh, everyone uh, was ask- asking in a previous show about uh, the right way to make tea. All right. One last question, I think. What's your favorite hobby? Wow. Uh, hobby. I would say I really enjoy going for walks. I love, you know, I'm, I'm very active anyway, but I, I, I love going for walks with, you know, my dogs, with my girlfriend, you know, uh, I'm very fortunate where I live because we've got like, you know, beaches nearby and there's, you know, country, uh, woodland walks with trees and stuff. So, you know, I, I love, I, you know, I could go for, yeah, walk every single day and not get bored. That's awesome. All right, let me check if there's any other last questions. Um, first, I want to say, guys, the Hype It Up show is actually now available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So if you're on there, you could go back and and listen to this. If you're on YouTube, you could watch it on there, the actual video. Um. First, I want to say, yo, Adam, thank you so much, first and foremost, for being a guest on our new show, Hype It Up. Uh, really, really appreciate you coming through and spending time with us and letting people know more about who you are and what you do. And to not only hang out with us, but like inspire everybody listening, not only myself. See, I'm selfish. I actually do this show just for me to get hyped up. Sorry, everybody watching. <laughs> nah, but for real, like I do this show. So to get hyped up for me and everybody watching who could relate, you know what I'm saying? So hmm. I want to just say thank you for your time. No, no, you're most welcome. You know, and it's always a pleasure, you know, to connect with you and your audience. And, you know, I'm really blessed and grateful, you know, to be able to do this. And, you know, it's a blast. It's a blast every time. And, you know, I, you know, I look forward to next time. Yeah, definitely. So I want to say thank you to everybody who watches the show live on YouTube. If you if you don't know, we do the show live on YouTube and you could ask your own questions live while the show is going on. And then we ask our guests those questions. So uh, I just want to say uh, thank you, everyone who tuned in live during the show. And thank you again, Adam. So where can they find you once again last time? Just to let everyone yeah. know where they can find you, what's next um, yeah. for the Positivity Podcast. Yeah, sure. So you can find me on the uh, all the streaming platforms at the Positivity Podcast and then on uh, Instagram, Positivity94. 
uh, same on TikTok and I'm on LinkedIn as well. My name is Adam Parr, P-A-R-R. Um, yeah, and you know, what's next? You know, I'm going to be streaming, uh, you know, live streaming at some point. And, you know, I'm going to get the merch out this this year. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. Yo, thank you, thank you, thank you again so much. Really, really appreciate all the support for real from everybody watching and listening. And not only that, but for you for hanging out with us. And um, we'll catch you on the next Hype It Up show. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.